Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BFCast, Jay is for the way you owe with X. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to BAMFCAST. Hey, welcome BAMFCAST, Louie. Yeah. Hey. Get ready for some of that. Because it's episode 479. Oh. 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 That's a lot of movies. (laughs) Yeah. It's more than two. (laughs) You got that right. I don't know. (laughs) Chuck's not so good with the uh, maths. Yeah, thirteen's the highest number. Highest number. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah, we're Maculous this week. But regardless of that, oh, what we <laughs> what we do each and every episode of this here Banffcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Oh, yeah, come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then they get ratings. Good bad movies and Jobo bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Oh. Robot jocks. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Hey. It's got two, three. O's and <laughs> indeed, yes. <laughs> However, but wait a minute, hold up, forget about it. Sometimes there's bad, bad movies. Oh, yeah, they get a negative slice, get a one to five bags, is in giant bags of fuzzle. Hey, bags, am I right? <laughs> yeah. O's and that, yeah. Hey, hey. lots of A's, hey. <laughs> yeah, bags, sack them up, put them in the trash. Yeah, they're bad, they get yeah, bad rates. Drop right. them in the ocean, they'll sleep yeah. with the fishes. Yeah, um, yeah, and all these wonderful accents brought to you by us doing this movie from 1993 called Fist of Honor. Yeah. It's got Sam Jones in it. Yeah. And J- Sam Jones. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So it's a mafia related thing. So uh, would you like a plot summary? Yes. <laughs> a plot summary. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love a good the plot summary. <laughs> the sauce is nice and ah, spicy. Yeah. And the... the summary. You recommend a good wine to go with the sauce. <laughs> Yeah, we're so sorry. Uh, <laughs> are we? I don't know. Uh, a boxer working as a debt collector gets involved hey. in a feud between rival mafia families in L.A. It's very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I took out the part about martial arts because Mm-mm. this motherfucker doesn't know any martial arts no. other than like he knows the punching. Etymology of martial arts means you know using right. your hands, but right. he's not. not he's, he's not particularly good. At, he's not an artist at it by any stretch. <laughs> no. Of the no, no, no. He's a struggling artist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. We Sam. got some alums. Oh, we do. Yeah. Mentioned Sam Jones. Yeah. He's in things that. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Chuck. You're doing <laughs> yeah. wonderful here. You're doing the Lord's work. Uh, one Man Force, Maximum Force, Driving Force, and the extra movie Jane and the Lost City. Uh-huh. Uh, also, hey, Vagoda! Hey! Yeah. Uh, who is in Keaton Scop? Um, Harry Gardino, who is in the extra movie. Roller coaster mm-hmm. and uh, Nicholas Worth, I think, uh, coming in at the most um, credits. Uh, Invitation to Hell, Hell Comes to Frogtown, Frog Comes to Jet. No, wait, um, Action Jackson, <laughs> Best of the Best Two, and Hologram Man. Oh, Hologram, Hologram Man, <laughs> uh huh, yes. yeah, Hologram Man for those of you who don't understand, right? And it's directed Jones. by the director of Hologram Man, it is uh, Richard Pepin, Pepin? Uh, brother of Jacques Pepin, uh huh. Um, firepower, T-Force, and 
Holograman. <laughs> Hologra at your man. <laughs> I ain't no Hologra back girl. Yeah. So it's one of the it's a PM entertainment joint. Mm-hmm. Uh which means things will blow up. Yep. And that happens. It does. Uh yeah, Sam Jones is uh well I mean the, the opening scene is like at a at a club where they're basically No, no, I'm sorry, before that. Before that there's some other shit that happens. Yeah. There is a, there's a couple of dudes who are going up to a room. Right. They're watching a lady walk down the street and yeah. they follow her up to this room. And uh turns out one of those guys, it's his wife, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a yes. weird setup, but yeah. Turns out his wife is is having sex with a, a member of the opposing uh, mafia family of sure. the city. Mm-hmm. And they basically just use it as an excuse to... Uh, he shoots her, and then they're like, no, you can go ahead and go. I don't have any beef with you. Yeah. And, but of course, but they put a bomb in his Of car. course, they planted a car bomb, and he goes to leave, and kabloom, first of many giant car bomb explosions in this movie. Yep. Like, this one was the one where I was like, how do you get a permit to do this, to set off a giant fireball next to a, a an actual structure? LA. I think you get a permit for a small explosion, and then just do whatever the fuck you yeah, want. Yeah, I suppose so. LA in the 90s did not give a fuck. Yeah, but they, yeah, they blow his car up real good, and of course... He comes to the party, like via like back entrance, going through the kitchen, all kind of thing. And yep. um, it's a party that's happening where the two rival families that have kind of been warring over the city are like, you know what? We're going to split the, the city 50 50. Abe Pagoda's the head of one family. Um, this other guy. Harry uh, Gardino. Huh? Harry Gardino. Harry Gardino is the. <laughs> it's okay, Beavis. Gardino. <laughs> Gardino. Gardino. He's for the head of the other family, the, the Diamonds and the um, Maluchis are the two families. Right. And they're um, huh? before the festivities can begin. They have to deal with this guy who's come in. They're like, hey, he's he's here. And he did a know, thing. Yeah, everyone's not... doing the whisper in the ear like yeah. somebody's killed. And no one was. He didn't wasn't and, ordered to do and it's this. basically just like, you know, comes up like, yeah, we need vengeance for this. And it's like, I didn't order this. Like, I'll, I'll deal with it. And they you know, counter him in the kitchen. They're like, he's he's just being disgusting. Like he's he's grabbing random baguettes and just dipping them in the spaghetti sauce. Like he loves this sauce. Triple, quadruple quintuple dipping in the sauce and yeah yeah well he just snatches a baguette mm-hmm. off of the like baking rack mm-hmm. and breaks it in half and it's like that's very rude behavior with a yes. baguette and then on top of that just being fucking gross all over that sauce yep. yeah well yeah they just walk in and like what's the what's the meaning of this it's like hey you sleep with my <laughs> wife what was i supposed to do <laughs> and they're like yeah well you know you can't do that especially not with this thing about to happen and yeah he's like what are you gonna do shoot me and, he, and, <laughs> and he's just like nope. no he is. And <laughs> guy, guy just shoots him right in the kitchen. It's such a good line. So fucking predictable, but yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he shoots him all over through the baking rack and mm-hmm. slow motion flour going everywhere. And man, he's dead. He is. Yeah. And uh, then, Dave Vigoda's like, <clears throat> okay. okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, Sounds good. I'm satisfied. Satisfied. Dead satisfied. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're good here. And uh, yeah, they cut the cake of the city and it's a 50-50. Big, it's and, a big sheet cake with the city sky skyline on it, and they just cut it in half. And he, they're like, he does not, not cut, cut it in half. half. Yeah. He cuts it like into two-thirds and one-third. Yeah. Um, Which but is he kinda, also, it's kind of foreshadowing. Yeah, actually. it is. Mm-hmm. But he like has a knife and like an overhand grip and stabs it into the cake yeah. and then draws it slowly across it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's not how you cut a cake, no, folks. No, it's not. But he didn't, you know, he didn't cut it in half right anyway. So. Well, yeah. No. Um, there, there's a lady singing Joey house, Joey house. Yes. Uh, that's her actual name, not her character name. Yeah. Yes. Character name is Gina, Gina. Um, and Sam Jones is here just kind of sitting in the crowd and then she finishes her set and goes over and talks like, 
all right, I'm done singing. Like, you know, take me home. Yeah. And he's like, well, let's somebody finish my beer. And then after they have their little speeches about splitting up the city, they're like, hey, what about uh, one more fight for old time's sake? Yeah. In true Robots Jocks fashion, the mob settles feuds by having two dudes fight each other. Yeah. Not not like they're people, just like they have you know, ringers come in, basically. Well, I think in theory, they're supposed to be someone from your crew. Because uh, yeah, Sam Jones is supposed, supposed to be somebody from the family. Well, OK, yeah. yeah. But, but like Sam Jones is not related to anybody. He's just no, hired muscle. Yeah, but and, but they introduced him as like their whole reason he's there is that he was like some championship boxer at yeah. some point in time. And, golden Gloves boxer. Yeah. And then the other guy was like a, you know, up for being a heavyweight, heavyweight contender or something like that. So, yeah, it's just like they've got ringers on both sides of the family. And they're mm-hmm. all like, oh, that guy, really? And it's just like and they're like, <laughs> Who's yeah, related yeah to? what about you? And it's like, you know, there's like, <laughs> yeah, well, oh, uh, OK, fine. <laughs> But there are some inappropriately things said about one of the boxers because he's black, and mm-hmm. they're just yeah. like, "Oh yeah, yeah they're all racist he's from. Italian yeah, monsters." Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> this is why I don't feel bad about doing Italian accents because Jesus Christ. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, let's just let's just lay it on the line here. Okay, <laughs> Italians are some racist motherfuckers <laughs> on this planet. They just really are. Mobsters not, not are all of them. Absolutely, saying, you know, yes. but yeah. It's just like, especially in these movies, it's like yeah. Jesus, you say the worst shit. Yeah. Anyway, typically, if you're one to go, oh, yeah. you've probably said some racist shit, right? But yeah, it's just gonna it sets up a boxing match. They go to like this other area and have this boxing match. And Sam Jones just Fight Club in the club. Fight Joe, yeah, Sam Jones. Fight Jones. Wait, fight, fight Jones. Oh, he's named Fist. Yes, yeah, his, his, his name his, is Fist. His name that's not his real. It's like Cullen or something like yeah. that. Cullen Fist yeah. Sullivan. Yeah, you have something something like that. Yeah, but yeah, and it's he wins, but not easily. Like well, every fight or everything he does is like. He pretty much gets hit like five times and then it's like it turns on his fight clock or whatever. He's like, oh, I guess I should be fighting now. I feel like also in the last Sam Jones movie we watched, which was Maximum Force, this was the same thing where his superpower was he just absorbs a lot of the blows and then at the end decides now I will fight. Mm-hmm. He's doing the rope-a-dope thing. Maybe. <laughs> is it? I don't think it is because he's stupid. In that he never sees the first punch coming. No. There are 12 fights in this movie, and every time he gets punched in the face first. Mm-hmm. And he's just, it's just because he's looking around just like, hey, we're going to start this. Oh, shit. And he gets punched in the face. And then, like, the whoever he's fighting will beat him until he looks like he's dead on his feet. Right. And you're like, wow, this guy sucks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he wakes up and you know, Hogan's up. So and- before this fight <laughs> happened, there there's two kind of underlings who have a beef. You know, there's there's, there's there's the there's the one guy who looks like he's he's Italian Eugene Levy. You've seen him in like Goodfellas and shit like that. I can't remember his actor the actor's name. He's the guy who sued the Simpsons because they made a, a version of him. Right. And he was like, no, that's me. You can't do that. Did yeah. he really do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, it's like dumb. That's the best way to describe him is you'll know exactly if I just said those words. You're like, oh, that guy from Goodfellas. OK, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. That um, guy with the like white one guy piece throw. hair, <laughs> one piece hair, yeah. and super eyebrows, right? But like he's he calls out um, this other dude who was our uh, most decorated, like most things. What was his name? Uh, Nicholas Worth. Nicholas Worth. Yeah. yeah. He calls him out. It was like you know, oh yeah, you fat bastard. And they they up the stakes of like if they're betting ten grand on this yeah. fight. So Sam Jones wins, not prettily. You know, it's just it's it's ugly. He he's a bad boxer. Well, it's like he he puts the guy down, and then his boss is like, finish him, and he's like, he's finished. And then he of course he gets up and punches Sam Jones. Well, because he of the looks head. over and like they're doing like the gun if yeah. you don't keep fighting. And yeah, so eventually Sam Jones just has to punch that man down mm-hmm. until he's not going to get up again. Right. But then later they just chain him up somhere and, and murder him. Yes. Yeah, for, for that guy's yeah, that guy's done there. Yeah. It's the way they deal with it. Though. It's like, oh, we have 
have this super trained fighter. Uh, you didn't do what we want. Oh, well, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, which yep. is it's it's a weird it's a weird lifestyle. Like you know, like you failed me once, dead. Yeah, but yeah. It's like, why, why put any time or effort in it? Eventually, there's not going to be fighters left in right, L.A. Exactly. It's, <laughs> people are going to yeah. know not to come out to well, L.A. Well, there's, there's street fighters. And they're up and coming. They're in high school. They, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> they are <laughs> grooming them young in yeah. high school. Um, 40-year-old high school. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Sam Jones, uh, like, goes home and, you know, has sexy time with Gina, basically, and is interrupted, like, uh, the room style by... Uh, uh, I'm gonna say I was gonna make the same reference. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say young girl on the fire escape. She everyone calls her kid, but it's like not really. She's probably uh, like sixteen. Yeah, something I like mean, that. It, yeah, at least mid teens. I mean, it's like it's yes, kid, but also She's not like an adult in the L.A. terminology, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is not to say right. I'm just saying like in L.A. Yeah, you can live on your own at sixteen. <laughs> right. Sure. I, yeah, it's just. When they first show her, she you know she's dressed all stu- they they Jan Brady her up for most of the movie, and then it's like you know she's very street urchiny, right. yeah, and she's just like kind of watching them have sex or cuddle or whatever after post sex, and she was watching them have sex too. I probably pretty much guarantee sure. it. But yeah, he has to. He's like, oh yeah, that's the that's the neighbor kid I was telling you about. Let me let put me, my pants on. Let and go me on. go deal with <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just goes out, and it's like it's this. They have this thing where she's kind of like and lives upstairs, I guess, and her stepdad's an asshole and beats her and her mother and he's gonna eventually teach her how to fight sam jones is very not there's no urgency on his part when he finds out that her stepdad is beating her up right he should have gone upstairs and beat that dude's ass yeah but he's just like immediately hey it's so well he's not (laughs) he's just like he's (laughs) sorry i'm just gonna get stuck at that but he's just like come back tomorrow i'll teach you how to fight don't worry about it it'll be fine well he basically says i'll teach you how to defend yourself yeah yeah basically so because she's like am i gonna be able to kill my stepdad and he's like no (laughs) no you're not uh, but yeah. he's he's just very glib about it. He's just he like, is. oh, so you got beat up again, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, you got a black I eye got a black again. eye too. Yeah. And, and she's like, will you teach me to fight better than you can fight? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, that's not how teaching works. You can't teach more than you know. Maybe <laughs> she's got more potential than he does because he sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he has the superpower of being beefy. Mm. Like he can just yeah. absorb. Right. She might be quick. You never know. That's true. She might yeah. be a yeah, a yeah. Plucky fighter. The next day she's downstairs ready to like have her lessons or whatever and it's just mm-hmm. like hey spike what are we gonna do spike and like you know like yes. just basically goes through her lessons like we eat raw eggs now and he's like no i don't like raw eggs like i'll cook i'll scramble you some eggs and and he just goes super like full goofy oh he does he like, starts like dancing well, he's like first like some prepared goofy dad breakfast yeah. you know music and then just like hammer dances i don't know it's yes. like it's, it's sam jones version of, like it's <laughs> full goofy single dad movie shit yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's and he's like, I'm going to make you a fruit clown because my mom used to make that. But I, but he, I he said he was going to scramble her some eggs. Yeah. And, and then he pulls out fruit. A, a cantaloupe and some a can, yeah, and, uh, half a cantaloupe strawberries, strawberries, of which he just eats one. Right. Well, he, well, he tells the whole story. He's like, yeah, my, my grandmother used to like make me a smiley face with the half a cantaloupe and uh, strawberries for eyes and everything. But I'm not my grandmother here. Just tosses <laughs> just the fruit at her. Just the fruit at her. <laughs> and then like, I guess like her stepdad has a cane. Yeah. Because like she just hears like clink, clink. And it's like, oh, he's awake. I guess I should go. And He's like, yeah, have fun getting beaten up. Bye. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. And then she's gone for a while. She oh, she stops uh, and watches Gina sleep for a minute and steals some of her perfume, which Gina wakes up and realizes it and just like smiles and goes back, you know, pretends to go back to sleep. It's very room like how is, yeah. friendly they are with the street urchin who is right. watching them bone and sleep. <laughs> yeah. But she's gone for a while. And yeah. then um, Sam Jones goes to work. Yeah. She it, the, the uh, Gina kind of starts the wet blanketing of like, do you I mean? 
a good one, Blake, and not a Rocky style. Right? Well, actually, I guess Rocky probably shouldn't have gotten hit as many times as he did. But you know what I'm saying? Like, just the sort of like, do you really have to do this kind of thing? And he's like, I'm all, a fighter. I all fight. I, all I know is fighting. I fight. And, and it turns out he's a fighter in these disputes, but then a like a debt collector by uh-huh. day. He's like, I don't hit nobody who doesn't deserve it. Yeah. He's just like, I'm like a banker. And, you know, bankers like threaten you with phone calls and stuff. And I just, yeah. I, you know, sometimes causes people to jump off roofs. I'm, I'll just take, take rather take a couple shots in the bread basket by me than jump off a roof. Huh? Right. Is that, that, that's justifiable. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. And, and so he gets like, he gets just three, a three, three, yeah, three debts he's got to collect on that day. Yeah. And this is where we see that, oh, it's not just that one fight against a professional fighter. He sucks against everybody. Because first one, he just goes to this abandoned trailer that's all padlocked up. And this is a karate man. Yeah. Like he goes, he just can't find this guy. And then he, for the one time he has sense not to get murdered, this guy takes a swing at him with a baseball bat and he ducks out of the way. And yeah. like, and then it just becomes a karate fight where this guy is just kicking his ass yes but i will say on the second blow in this fight the dude like tries to high kick him and sam jones punches him in the dick yeah that fight should have been over right there mm-hmm. <laughs> that catches gentleman- him in the leg and yeah. just drills him right in the nards god <laughs> that gentleman yeah. did not react properly to <laughs> being punched by sam jones in the dick <laughs> uh yeah because that fight continues with a bunch of spinning and jumping and kicking and punching. And eventually Sam Jones is doing the thing where he's out on his feet and he's just like, I'm up. And then, you know, beats that man to death. Yeah. And, and, takes I, his money. and I guess gets his, gets the money. He from does him? get the money yeah. from that guy because then he goes to the football coach. Right. Uh, and the football coach is like, get out of here. I'm not giving you any money. <laughs> and Sam Jones is like, yeah, OK. And like goes to leave. And then like another guy shows up and is just like, well, no, he kind of grabs the guy. He's like, you know, you owe us like $50,000. Yeah. And then like, like the assistant coach yeah, shows from up out of nowhere. Like the, the, the you know, Samoan's assistant coach. <laughs> yes. Just comes out of nowhere. Roman Reigns like, has entered yeah, the I'm, I'm going to fight you and fights this guy. And like the entire football team is there, too, and just stops and is like cheering on the assistant coach, kicking his ass until he finally. I was like, please let Sam Jones fight all the football men. This will be great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But eventually, like, he just takes that guy down. They're all like, oh, and he's like, the football coach is like, get out of here. Yeah. And then he's just like, go. And he, <laughs> go and, home, and he does. Air bud. <laughs> yeah. Go to your island, Airbud. Get out of here. Yeah. And he does. He just yeah. leaves. He's like, okay. Um, third guy is this uh, welder. He goes to see a welder somewhere. And, and mm-hmm. that that's the weirdest thing about it. It's like, all these guys know they owe money to the mafia. To yeah. the fucking mafia. And they're all just like, fuck you they and are, fuck them. They are seriously, like, this guy, because he has a blowtorch, is super belligerent. I mean, all the other ones, like, yeah. you know, Karate Man came out fighting the, the dopey football coach. was just like, fuck you, I'm not yeah. paying. Yeah. And this guy's like, this guy's super hardcore into, oh. like, fuck you, fuck your mother, fuck all their mothers, fuck all of them. Yeah, I'm not paying like, you. It's just like, hey, I'm the guy that's just going to beat you up. You don't want to meet the guys after me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't like that anyway. My, and my brother doesn't like it either. And this guy's just he like. He thought I got a bad rate. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to send me my goon brother after you. Mm-hmm. And then this guy, guy's like, oh, I'm going to bring out the, the the welder into this. Like, yeah. I ain't paying your vig. I got Waving this. Waving the I torch this, at him. I got this That's vig right here. Torch, yeah. Yeah. And he ends up setting his brother on fire. <laughs> and then as soon as that guy puts the fire out, Sam Judge punches him to death. Yeah. He's just like, He's just, oh, thank God I'm not on fire. Punch. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And then he. So you had a bad Man, day. he takes that guy just like, you're going to pay $2,000 a week at $20,000 at the end of the month. And you're going to like it. And the guy's like, okay, sir. Yeah. So, yeah, he goes back and he's just like, 
got money from the first guy. The football guy's a piece of shit. The other guy's going to pay on a time schedule. And they're like, oh, yeah, huh? Well, let's go talk to that football guy, shall we? And this is that's such a pointless thing that the two dudes go to the football guy. That should have meant something, yeah. And murder him to death. <laughs> they show up in the middle of practice. Yeah. When, like, all the kids are out on the field. By the way, it's the Hollywood Sheiks. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, a little weird. Mm-hmm. It's got to be legit. Up- it was painted on that building. There's no way that was, <laughs> was. for the movie. <laughs> we'll have to look it up later. Yeah. Um, one guy comes out with a machine gun. Yeah. And just shoots in the air. The other guy just starts wildly shooting at the coach. Mm-hmm. And I think the assistant coach, did oh, he assistant, get hit? Yeah, oh, yeah. Samoa Joe runs out and he's just like, hey, no. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets shot in the back yep. um, as he's running away. And then the coach gets shot in the legs. Like three few, times. Three times in the legs. None of the kids get shot. So I no, guess I, that's... I, I swear to God, when he pulled that machine gun out, I was like, I thought he was going to shoot all, the kids? all these yeah. kids. But none of that means anything. No. Uh, well, you just walk up and shoot the guy one time in the chest. Yeah. So that guy's dead. But it doesn't mean anything other than no, it, it does, they will kill for you not having their money, which is a really It does establish to, the, the, the sack of nickels thing. Like, they, you know, he keeps yeah, dro- dropping... Joey Nichols, yeah, Joey Nichols, I guess. He keeps dropping the nickels on everybody. Yep. You know. By the way, Hollywood High School, home of the Sheiks. Really? There yep. You go. It's just Hollywood High School. Hollywood Sheiks. High School. And that's for real. Yep. Weird. The school's mascot was derived from the 1921 Rudolph Valentino film of the same name, The Sheik. Hmm. So, Hollywood okay. tradition. Sheiks. All right. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, hopefully yeah. their mascot's huh. not like horribly racist. It looked all right. Okay. Um, okay. I think we can sum up the dumb... Okay. Here's what's going on, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So, they've come to this truce... Abe Vigoda seems okay with this because yeah, he's Abe, like, I want the peace. Yeah. You know, my my, I'm going to pass this on to my son. I want everything to be nice and calm. Yeah, he basically gives a speech, and someone else kind of repeats it later. That like, look, I've lived. You know, I'm Abe Vigoda. I'm I'm old. I've lived this good <laughs> no life. How old I haven't, I haven't had to bury any of my kids. Yeah. I did lose my wife, but you know, like I'm going basically retire, and right. I want to leave peace to my son, basically. Yeah. And it's just like, and someone else is like, good guy Abe Vigoda. Like he's like, mm-hmm. you know. He may, yeah, sure, he's in the mafia, but he's like donating to schools, donating to the VFW, yeah. and you know, bake sales. And oh, shit that like speech that. comes from Bubba Smith, right? Yes, Bubba Smith, who is, is in this fight. Yeah, <laughs> this he, film. he plays basically plays the dirty cop who's just like right. the liaison between everything, and yeah, it's it's a weird kind. He's just of, a cop on the take. It's a kind of weird, pointless role that, like, I don't know why you get anyone that you'd be like, oh, hey, them. It, it's, it's, it's just a strange thing. You could put Bubba Smith's name on the box. Sure, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. But so, okay, Abe Vigoda has, there are two dudes, the one guy that you recognize from everything and another guy who don't like the truce and they go to the other guy and they're like, look, we're going to come up with some scheme to make it look like things got fucked up and then what will happen is we'll take a third and you take two thirds and everything will be back the way it was. This truce sucks. Yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, all right, that sounds great. So uh, the the only thing Bubba Smith has to do, basically, is he's he shows up at one point. It's like this truce sucks because no one knows what's going on. Right. So all I need is that if anything ever goes down, I need a fall guy. I need a guy you could point to immediately. And bad guy just kind of stroke. He's like, yeah, OK, maybe. I yeah. Can. And it should be noted that like Gina, Sam Jones's girlfriend, he had something for her like. God, I think they later established when she was 15. 15, yeah. Yeah. And it and went on for two years, and then Sam Jones took over, which is just... Ah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, so like he's got this weird like lust thing after her still. Yeah. And it's just like, and of course it's like, oh, it's a nice Italian girl doing with an Irish guy like that. Oh, you know, kind of thing. Like constantly, <laughs> right. oh. I just constantly like, you know, like, oh, well, how's Gina? <laughs> yeah. Say hi to Gina for me. Yeah. You know, there's like, a lot of just like, really? The Irish guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sad. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> which is actually the, his Irish uh-huh. grandfather. But yeah. um, um, anyway. Sad. <laughs> Uh yeah, so that's that's going on, and they're basically like, let's kill Abe Vigoda, and we're and <laughs> and I guess we're I don't they don't have any plans to take out his son. That's weird. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna take over a third of the city. You're gonna the other two thirds, and we're not gonna deal with the son who's gonna want vengeance and all this stuff, and is obviously gonna become the head of the family when he dies. So it's a real dumb plan. Well, no, because the bad guy double crosses those two dudes. Of course, yes, but I mean, they never talked about like we're gonna deal with Sonny or whatever the fuck his name is. Sonny, we'll just yeah. call him Sonny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and of course, yeah, they, they do this whole thing where it's this long, drawn out, very badly echoed mic thing where they're at this restaurant and the one dude's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And, and then the weirdest thing happened that gave Vagoda's like, oh, are you going to come back and shoot me in the middle of my meal? And it's like, what? And he's like, you know, like the movie. And it's like. No, no, Avagoda. You can't make a Godfather reference when you're in the Godfather. Yeah, like that, that doesn't that doesn't work, right? But sure, you can. I suppose. Yes, you can. It, you're Abe Vigoda. I, He's I ninety thousand years old. He can say whatever it's, he wants. It's it's like any given Sunday when they're watching Ben Hur, and then Charlton Heston is in that movie. You're like, no, right? <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Doesn't work. Mm-mm. Breaks my brain. Anyway, but yeah, but yes. So it's not that, but like he, they're just like Ava Goda's trying to leave through the back entrance, and then like one guy goes out and runs, and then they lock the door behind him, and two guys just come up and gun him down. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's them. It's like some other body guys from the yeah from the other crew. Well, like one of the things. Okay, so like the two dudes who started this whole thing went and harassed one guy, uh, the 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 young kid from yeah. the other thing, and Sam Jones put a stop to it. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be the thing that kicked it all off was that they were they were going to kill that kid mm-hmm. and then force the other guys to retaliate. And that was going to set the whole thing in motion. So then they had to change it up and do this. Yeah. But the bad guy double crosses those two dudes because they put a bomb in their car. So when they're like, hey, high five, we did it. And they start the car and it blows up. Well, it's actually a Vigoda's car because he, pr- he specifically like, I will give you a Vigoda's car right. when this is done. Yeah. And they're like, sweet. You know, it's a nice token because we hate him for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because we're always second fiddle. We're always the ones buying the second houses. And right. We want our piece of the. Yeah. Cake. But yes, of course, car blows up and, and another giant, giant car bomb explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those guys are dead, and then of course, Ava go to son. It's just like, well, kind of the same speech. Like, dad lived a full life. He's with his mo- his wife wife now, you know. Like, but we're gonna find who did this and, and kill him, obviously. Yeah. But we're gonna play this smart because yeah, there's obviously something going on here, and we're being double crossed, and mm-hmm. we just gotta let this settle for a bit and figure out what's going on yep. and, and act smart. So like, they're kind of out of the movie for a while. They're like, he wants vengeance, but it's like it's smart vengeance. Yeah. Um, then it becomes this whole like now we've got to give the we fall got smart guy. TVs. We got smart <laughs> fridges. Now we got smart vengeance. Yeah. When's it going to stop? So now it's like, of course, you know, the cops are like, we need this fall guy. And he's like, oh, I got an idea of how about Sam Jones, because yeah, then fuck I'll him. get his girl back. Yeah. And there was there's been this whole side thing where like he's going to quit the life and he's he's bought this property up by this creek or lake or something. Yeah. And taking her up there, and it's like, yeah, we're going to build a house here and pool and stuff, and it'll be great. Mm-hmm. We'll just get a little bit more money, and we can leave this life behind. Yep. Okay. So, of course, like, they're going to set him up. Um, yeah, they, they take the guns that were used to kill Abe Vigoda. Right, and go try to plan it in his apartment. 
she comes home before they're done planning it, and the the dude, um, Nick, Nicholas Worth, yeah, yeah, Nicholas Worth is like there and is like, oh well, I you know you so should should have come been home. here, should have been here, and she makes the the fatal mistake of saying, I'm going to tell everybody what you did, yeah, and he's like, <laughs> no, you're not, no, you're not. <laughs> it's like you shouldn't have said that. Uh, yeah, he beats her to death with a pair of brass knuckles. Yeah, like those weird, like... The ones almost, with the studs on them. Yeah, almost yeah. the spiky kind, but just, you know. And But Denny Kid is outside on the fire escape <laughs> watching this whole thing. <laughs> uh, because she had a moment earlier with Gina where Gina put makeup on her and made her look all pretty. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wow, you're pretty. And she's like, thanks. And then immediately went back to street urchin. The, the street urchin life. You just you can't break free. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's witnessing this on the fire escape yeah. and, and isn't doing anything. No. And then, of course, well, Sam, she's only had one day of training. She can't. True. But I mean, <laughs> as she said, she could have screamed or ran upstairs and called the police something. But yeah, whatever. She's witnessed this and Gina's dead now. So yeah. Sam Jones comes home from I think they've set him up with like a fight. Yeah, they had a they had a fake fight. They had a fake fight to get for more control of. I mean, it was a real fight. It's just like nobody. It was a it was a it false was a pretense to like get right. him somewhere. So they it was plant a, the guns. It was a setup. Yeah. Only they, only the top guys knew that it was a fake fight. Yeah. Everybody else thought it was a real fight so that they would not. Right. So they would bet know, and make it yeah, all look real. They would bet. Now, Nicholas Worth comes back and is basically like, he, it, it's, a, it's a nicely filmed scene because like um, Diamond Guy, the head Diamond Guy is like in this room mm-hmm. uh, behind the glass and like he comes in and obviously tells him like I had to kill Gina and he has this like whole dramatic like take off his glasses moment and then like just pistol whips this dude across the face yep like breaks his hard, jaw hard and this guy goes was down it a pistol or was it something else i don't it know looked like a brick or something i thought it was a book maybe it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's something heavy that breaks his jaw yeah, i don't know but this guy him up. this guy goes down and is like all right you did the right thing of course i'm, I'm disappointed that she's dead but i probably should have killed her a long time ago anyway just get up and dust yourself off the only reason yeah, it's, it is weird because 15 seconds after hitting him, he's like, come on, you're OK. <laughs> yeah, I only mentioned it because it's, it's, it's about to be a funny scene in a minute. But of course, Sam Jones comes home after this. Uh-huh. Cops are surrounded the building because I guess the kid did report this. Her 800 wh- cops are in this apartment yeah. <laughs> for one dead body. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's weird because like uh, Bubba Smith is like, all right, Sam Jones, you're under, under arrest. And um, one of the cops walks over to him. And Sam Jones starts beating this cop to death. Well, I think it's because he's like, you're under arrest for killing this person, this person, this person, and, and then Gina at the end. And that just sets him off into yeah. a rage. So he starts beating up this one cop. The other 800 cops in the room are just watching this happen I like until like one other yeah. one walks over and also gets his ass beat. And this is all happening in front of this giant window. And I'm like, he's going to throw a cop out that window because that's the reason the window is there, right? Mm-hmm. No. No, some guy. They just, just eventually yeah, clock him from yeah, behind. Somebody nightclubs him from behind. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is like the one time he's dead on his feet. Nightclubs, Billy Clubs, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Nightsticks. Yeah. Nightstick. There yeah, you go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to like I, my, my brain was trying to figure out the reference. Sorry, I was like, it's night, and he hit him with a billy club. I don't know. Is this something from a movie? I just said the Is this wrong one things. of those jokes only for Harlow no. that he's laughing at, and none no. of us know him? I'm just being stupid. <laughs> he's decided to pay a cover, and he got kicked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nightclubs him <laughs> yeah but uh no yeah so like he's in jail like it's just like skip all the trial shit like he's in jail and of course the prison guards are like gotta fight the toughest guy so like he gets put up against like a hey, fight club guy yeah join our fight they, club. They, they, just, they just drag him out of his cells like this way and just like lock him in this room with a whole bunch of dudes and, like there's the biggest guy fight him and <laughs> typical to him he gets his ass kicked for a while until he, he hogan's out and wins yep then they're like Next day, I'm just gonna. There's it's, a. It really there's, is like a wrestling match. It really every is. Time. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually, the, before he gets to the the two guy fight, um, I want to talk about the scene because obviously this the dude that got clocked by whatever with by uh, 
Capo Don, Don, Diamond or whatever the hell his name is. Capo Diamond. <laughs> it's ah, like Capo Diamond. <laughs> uh, I guess he'd be uh, Don Don Diamond. Don Diamond. Don Diamond. Yeah, yeah, he loved him on Side by the Bell. But uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, like they're having this extravagant meal, like multi-course meal, and, oh, the, and the, the table is littered with plates. And Nicholas Worth, <laughs> this fat fuck, has got his wired jaw wired shut, and is just like. Drinking a cappuccino through a straw. Through a fucking straw. I mean, maybe it's soup. I don't know, but it's just like it's a tiny cup. Like it's, <laughs> but the, it's smaller yeah. than a coffee. But cup. the camera is like every time the waiter brings a new plate, it, it they put it down and the waiter describes it and the camera focuses on it and then you go to his face where he's just whimpering and they're all just like slurping it up and they're just like, and, and man, this is great. You should at, eat at, some. At first they're just giggling kind of, and then eventually he's like. What's the matter? You hungry? <laughs> and they just all like, what are you? What are you? Not hungry? Come on. Yeah, they're, they're just Why like, don't you eat something, you fat fuck? Yeah, it's like, consider it a diet, you fat fuck. <laughs> oh. it's, it's just, it's this unnecessary breaking ball scene, but it's hilarious. I love that TV show. Um, <laughs> But it goes on yeah, it and does. on and on. And the waiter brings out like three huge, three or four huge plates of pasta for each person. Mm-hmm. And it keeps showing the waiter bringing food and bringing food and bringing food and like yeah. ah enjoy this is a, one of the chef's specialties here you go and each time he's just each time he goes, sad puppy dog eyes and mm-hmm. whimpering you know? yeah <laughs> slurping on his cappuccino it's, it's real good <laughs> so, but anyway pointless scene except that it's funny that's more comeuppance he gets than he gets at the end and right. he does For die sure. at the end yeah. but it's still this is more brutal than that yeah just him like being so sad that he yeah. can't eat all this delicious looking food which is actually is good looking because like a lot of times in movies they're like, mm, it's good food. It's like, nah, that looks yeah, awful. Yeah. That looks no, like this you, looks yeah, pretty good. You got your catering by Olive yeah. Garden over here. But they but, cut back to Sam Jones and, and they try to pretend like it's the next day. But it's, it's just it's, literally it's four dudes. seconds yeah. later, and they're just like, now you will fight two dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and he does uh, and again One's a karate guy who flips around a bit. This one he actually like this is record time for Sam Jones in yeah. this movie. Oh yeah, um, he, they only get a couple hits in, and then he beats the fuck out of them. Well, Throws he, one through a bench. He does. He he does that really good. Like punch them, somebody so hard they completely flip around and yep. hit their face like a full three sixty yeah. onto the ground. Who was the guy he chased up on the roof? Uh oh yeah, I don't even know what the fuck the, that the was three about. card Monty guy. Yeah, like, was, was that just yeah. another collection? Just, guy? Another collection. just another random yeah. collection thing. I okay. I I only want to point out that scene because at one point that dude tries some karate shit and Sam Jones just slaps it away. Just every time yep. he's just like, nah, get that shit out of here. And then yeah. he tries to just straight up punch him, and Sam Jones does the hand grab in the in the air. Yeah, is like, oh no, you well, fucked up. Son. Well, he started by clocking him with a two by four yes. that was on the roof. Yeah, and he just shakes that off. Yeah, like really. Like, yeah. Nah, <laughs> he holds that guy over the over the roof to make him. All right, I got some money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that, man, that, that was another random collection thing because yeah. some some scenes in the movie, it's just like I guess we got to have something here. Yes, that one was just another one of those. Like, I just I just love yeah, that yeah. he slaps that dude away. Everything he tried to do, just like nah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we've had another scene where we've seen um Sunny what Machiavelli or whatever his name is um. <laughs> Malucci, 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 yeah, Malucci, Macucci, um, Baby Abe Vigoda, yeah, Baby Abe Vigoda, Babe Vigoda, Babe Vigoda. Yeah, Babe Vigoda. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go, we got there eventually, yeah, um, <laughs> go team, like, like basically where he's like, all right, I think I got this figured out. They they had my you know my dad killed. They were gonna double cross us with this guy, and now he just thinks he can just run the whole city without him, you know, and and we're gonna he's, he's framed this guy. He's in prison. It's like. I got an idea. We're gonna go. We're gonna go talk to him, 
they have they basically have to sit down and somebody's like yeah we should go talk to you know irish uh fist over here and uh there's a guy in this crew who looks like tony curtis's cousin mm-hmm. like it's this guy looks so much almost like tony curtis it's 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 it, disconcerting it is, it is um but suddenly like this guy is the voice of reason in this other faction he's the one like you know junior you got to do this and we got to and you know he's the one who has all the information yeah, he like, suddenly becomes a major player in he's this. like well we'll stage another fight we'll make um you know fist our guy yeah um we'll get him out of prison obviously and we'll and, and his reward will be that we'll give him the killer of who killed Gina right and he'll be happy to do it and, and also two hundred fifty thousand yeah and, well I think he comes I think he, Sonny came up with that or whatever okay. but it's like he's like we got it we'll get him out of prison and you know we'll we'll and we'll cap the dawn mm-hmm. you know while nobody's expecting it yeah so like that's their whole plan so got you know Tony Curtis lookalike goes to the prison and is like here's the plan are you in and he's like I don't know and he's like we'll give you the killer and he's like I'm in. <laughs> And I don't know why he wasn't in. The plan was you get out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> and you get money. Well, yeah. he said something like, oh, well, so what? I'll just be in prison out on the streets in the, for another five years. And they're like, yeah, yeah but would you rather? Is that still better than actual prison? Right. I mean, like, <laughs> and you'll yeah. have money. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah, get they, to murder they, the guy who killed Gina. They say or, you get to pretty much do whatever you want. I mean, want, you, just, so. you know, tomorrow you're going to fight three guys, right? <laughs> Four yeah, days. It's, it's guy never going to stop. Yeah, like, they have you're an infinite number a, of criminals. You're not a good fighter. Yeah. Eventually they're going to really should take this. Um, they'll yeah. find one guy who could defeat but yeah they just like that they just get him out of prison somehow and yeah. it's a meeting and, and yeah they, they explain all this and um, he's like you should stay here because it'll be safe he's like no I got some business to take care of he's and like no really you should stay here it'll be safe for you and he goes home because that's what he's got to do and of course somebody's watching his home and he goes up on the roof and meets the, the urchin girl mm-hmm. and she's just like cries and like I saw it I saw who did it and he's like do you think you can identify him and she's like yeah and he's, he's like, like okay well what? Let's go. Let's go. And of course, they've planted a bomb in his car, mm-hmm. and he realizes it just because they drive. But they, it's dumb. Like they, they drive by and stare at him yeah. like Luigi. Like they, they, <laughs> they give him the death stare. They do. They dead to rights. They had him, and they, like he and he was so stupid. He didn't think like man. A lot of people in this crew die with car bombs. Yeah. But, you know. So he dead to rights. They had him, but of course, yeah. They they give him the Luigi stare, and, and he gets out with the girl, and they think that they've killed him because it's a remote detonated bomb. Yep, it's not a you know hook to the ignition ignition kind of thing. This is the third car bomb of the film, and it is equally huge in front of whatever mm-hmm. business this is. Yeah, and I like that they're protected because they hid behind a chain link fence. Yes, and it's like, well, that'll stop explosions. Yep, they did all right. Yeah, but <laughs> they're fine now, and they think he's dead. Yes. So so when they go to the fight, yeah, he comes out, and they're like, oh, you're actually looking good, huh? And the girls, the, he brought the girl to the fight. Yeah, and, which is weird. Like I don't so know. So she could point the guy out. Yeah. Yeah, but still, still, it's a room of mobsters. Yeah. And and thankfully, someone does come along and escort her away before yeah. the you know the executions begin. But yeah. He, like when the head nod begins to initiate the plan, someone's like, "All right, young lady, yeah. you're leaving." And, now. And, but she had, she had nodded when uh yeah. when Nicholas Worth came in. It's yeah. like that's him, and, and he's just like, "Okay, I got it." And mm-hmm. so he. You know, I guess he was just kind of doing his throw the fight thing until he got the identification. No, he was terrible. Well, and okay. then he got motivation. Sure. I'm saying he he was kind of sort of losing to this another big burly dude that they brought in. And then big, she, she nods man. at Nicholas Worth and is like, oh, he's like, OK, and then beats this guy. Mm-hmm. And then there's just the head nod. And it's like the executions begin. They basically they grab the Don guy and point guns at everybody else. They kill two henchmen immediately. Yeah. Uh, and of course the guy's like, what's the meaning of this? And the, the guy comes in and just speeches at him. Uh, 
Well, they he basically is like he says to Nicholas Worth, it's like, hey, you want a job? He's like, first. Oh no! Thing, they, oh oh no! They don't. Okay, wait. No, they sit him in a chair. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> well, he says you want a job, and he's like, first thing, get me a chair. Yeah. And so they tie the Don down to this chair, and he's like, you know, like like my fire, like my like my dad went out. You know, I I, I he just was a hail of bullets, but I'm I'm gonna make you burn. He says something. It's like, gonna be a slow burn. Slow burn. Yeah. And yeah, he just dumps gasoline on him and flicks a Zippo at him, and this guy gets a ticket to sitting down burning man he, he got, does yeah he get a reserve yeah. seat <laughs> yeah yes um, um yeah and so he's dead and then and then he's just like you like be- that nicholas worth huh he's like yeah that's great and he's like sam jones is like you killed gene and and, and sonny's basically like you admit to it and he's like and i'll you know he's like fine yes i did he's like oh, yeah and, and then sam jones's big revenge is he's just like goes to the dude grabs him and defenestrates him through the office window where the guy was before yeah, yeah. and he's like, like this well, one's for gina i'm done okay. and it's like you shouldn't be really because he's gonna be fine yeah and of course he is and he gets up and like is about to shoot him in the back because he's a because sam jones has turned around and he's just like i win i'm sam jones and yeah. guys right there with a drop on him and then sunny is just like blam 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 yeah i took care of your shit sam jones and then tosses him the briefcase with two hundred fifty thousand dollars cut to he doesn't have a house built yet but he's sitting at the pond or lake or yeah. whatever it is mm-hmm with the girl and they're fishing and he has a single tear come down his eye it's like and i miss like, gina yeah <laughs> and then they like they are like it's gonna be all right now right and he's oh like, we haven't even, okay we never even talked about their weird fist bump that they do yeah. four times in this movie because that ha- that's how it ends so when they first agreed to train they do this fist bump where it's not just okay now we bump fists but now when they do it sam jones does this thing where he keeps his fist on hers and makes this like growling sound like like he's charging up the fist bump or whatever so they do this three more times Mm -hmm. once (laughs) on the prison class when she came to visit him in prison Mm -hmm. and so bj rightly said what we were all thinking at the end was like now he has to go murder the stepdad that's the resolution of this right he's just going to cut to their apartment window and dude with a cane flies out of it right and sam jones does the you know (laughs) took care of that yeah (laughs) you're coming with me now little girl (laughs) that's the end of it yeah but no they just they're fishing on the lake and this bump this bump and that's it freeze frames on that and they're something i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know why sam jones is still in town yeah it's like you you murdered a man because like with when, a trident. when Sonny dismissed all the other mobsters, he said, you are on a five year hiatus. Get out of here. Yeah. So I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it's it's a weird ending. It is. And it's also a weird relationship with whatever's going on with him and the girl. Like, yeah, is well, it, she, a, he adopt her? Or, yeah, yeah, that should be the I, implication. That's how I'm going to interpret it for yeah, sanity's sake. He started dating Gino when she was 17 and it's LA. I assume he was younger. As well, I don't know. He wasn't I'm, that young. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Jones is not that young. It's weird. It's L.A. I don't know. We'll just pretend that. But she was now, like thirty-five. It, so. Yes, but he's her surrogate father now, and that's how it will be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the movie. Yeah, it's over. It's a real, it's a real basic movie. I mean, premise-wise, it's it's got some mob stuff yeah. and a bunch of fist punching. Yeah, <laughs> I. Someone else go. I feel like I've gone first the last couple of times. Okay, I'll go. Uh, this movie's all right. Two jocks. I I, I kind of give it that based on quantity of fights. None of them are really amazing. There are some that have you know like dude getting punched in the dick, and you know some of the Sam Jones just like shaking off things, going nah. Um, none of them are really like oh man that dude got wrecked and he will never walk again. It's just a lot of. Yeah, Sam Jones overcame adversity and won that fight. Uh, 
there's just a whole lot of them. It's just every dude he comes in contact with is just like, fuck you, debt collector. And he's like, well, fuck this. And then punches him to death. Yeah, we didn't even talk about it. There's some dudes, like, after he collects a debt, they're just like, hey, you just collect a debt from somebody? We're going to try to beat you oh, up. Oh, yeah. They're just like, you know, he's just he's just gotten in a fight to get some kind of money. Yeah. And they're I, waiting outside. Oh, no. He, they're, he, they're, he walks out of a... He just walks out of a building. Well, we he, don't even he, see that it, debt it's, collection. It's, he went to give the money... To the debt collected money to the Maluchis or what diamonds or whatever the hell he was working for at the time. Diamonds. Yeah. And then they're out like, oh, did you collect some money? Well, we we're going to take that money from you. Yeah. Fight. And that one's real weird because there's like a there's a hobo sitting on a, <laughs> a, a bus stop bench <laughs> yeah. behind the chain link fence just yeah. turned around watching. And it's like, I don't think he was supposed to be in the movie. He's just. It no, just he was staring stance. down that yeah. fucking camera yeah. the whole time, though. Yeah. yeah. They're like, well, we can't make him leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They probably but, yeah. had him just sign it in drool, sign the or sign the. A waiver in drool before mm-hmm. they rolled off and like those three men rightfully beat him down mm-hmm. and then he just they, they linger too long and give him enough time to you know mash the a button so that he gets back up and then he beats them all to death and takes his money back yep um yeah it was just another random yeah, fight it was just another fight it, there's a lot of fights in this it's totally fine it is it, it drags a little bit some of the mob stuff is just like yeah i know mob stuff i get this but mm-hmm. it's just like it's fine totally fine two jocks I could give zero shits about all the mob stuff in this movie. Like, they don't do a good job, a good enough job of distinguishing each one of these mob characters. And I had no idea for about half of the movie, like, what guy worked for what guy, which guy was Malucci, which guy was Diamond. Yeah, and they need to like, wear, like, uh, hats or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Like, oh, that's <laughs> Jimmy Hats, and that's, <laughs> that's Jimmy Blouses, and that's... <laughs> Jimmy no hands. <laughs> he's kind of useless. Jimmy too many hands. <laughs> he took Jimmy no hands his hands. That's why it's Jimmy too 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 many hands. Yeah. Four hands. Yeah. <laughs> you should work on your backhand. <laughs> yeah, and Polly five head. You know whatever. Oh, How, like identify him like Dick Tracy villains. Yes, like, exactly. Give, give one a, a, a head that you can land aircraft on. <laughs> you know shit like that. Um, oh, that's Frank yeah. Helipad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to make this shit easy for us. Right. Well, Frankie, you know, flathead. What? I don't. Oh, doesn't matter. Oh, Frankie Saratoga. <laughs> Blade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Ah. Uh, but. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I think I'm gonna give it two jocks. Um, if you like a lot of kind of blase sam jones fighting <laughs> then sure it, it's fine um there's stuff that's really enjoyable in this movie like that the scene with nicholas worth when yeah. he's not eating is <laughs> fucking fantastic it's drawn out just long enough mm-hmm. like it's it's a miracle that that scene works because that would have been cut out of any other movie would have been cut out of a lot of movies um but I feel like in this movie, which isn't like, isn't that great. It isn't shot super well. It's not directed super well. You know, it doesn't, there are no huge mistakes in this movie. Mm -hmm. I don't think, but I never saw a boom mic. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Good job. (laughs) In a movie, this kind of mediocre, you wouldn't expect them to just fucking nail a scene like that. And they just fucking nail it. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, Because everything is so, all the talking scenes are so by the numbers. Right. They don't show any hint of creativity. So it's like, why would there be suddenly a really funny scene (laughs) for no reason? Right. Um, 
yeah, the, the fights are mediocre. The explosions are great, yeah. as few as there are. Um, Sam Jones is fine. Bubba Smith is uh, wildly underused. Yeah, there's like you've got this great hulking Bubba Smith. He needs to have a fight with Sam Jones at some point. Like maybe Bubba Jones or Bubba Smith can't fucking fight, but at least you could have them duke it out. Also, um, uh, Fire Escape Girl's stepdad absolutely needed the dog shit beaten out of him Mm -hmm. on camera Mm -hmm. or, you know, defenestration. Um, and Nicholas Worth needed to get his fucking comeuppance. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. the the guys who have nothing to do with Sam Jones's personal story... Get it worse. Get it worse. Yeah. yeah. And that's a crime in a movie. Like, you... If you have a really shitty dude in your movie, unless you're going to have him, like, get away and set up for a sequel or something, or, you know, he's going to get clapped, he gets away and then he gets clapped when he comes back or something, you got to... Man, you have to fuck up your antagonist like mm-hmm. real bad. You mm-hmm. have to let you have to let your hero just fucking ruin him, like break his dick off, uh, hit him with his own leg, whatever. Yes, two jocks. Yeah, still pretty decent. It's fine. Yeah, I agree with that heavily, which is why I'm only giving it one jocks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like... So you agree with me more than I agree with me? <laughs> no, I just I, I that's one of my biggest pet peeves is not not delivering cup uppets when it's due. Yeah. And nobody gets it like they should. Even the even the. Oh, I even, don't know. The main dude got set on fire. <laughs> sure, tied to a chair and set on fire. Sure, but not by Sam Jones. I mean, which is was Sam fine. Jones has honor. He does. <laughs> he has a fist of honor. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird because like they don't do anything. I mean, don't get me wrong. Beating the girlfriend to death with brass knuckles is like bad and people getting shot is bad all these things are bad but like this movie this movie never set off like any kind of bloodlust per se not like some movies do and but i still like i wanted vengeance like i mean like we said the the guy we never saw or heard from again is the guy you hate the most and and all it's just it's by like sympathizing by with urchin girl with like well yeah go beat that fucker up like Mm -hmm. You know, like who is he, and like I care more about him getting some, you know, some comeuppance, mm-hmm. and he doesn't, and we never hear about it again. And then there's whatever weird relationship they have by the end, and it's, I don't know, it's just weird, and and things rub me the wrong way. I I like the car explosions. I love the, you know, sorry you can't eat scene. You know, like all these things are great, but yeah, yeah and 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 honestly, like it's it's weird because. If you if you take our scale on like a one to ten, you know five bags being a one and five jocks being a ten, mm-hmm. um, then like that's kind of how I'd rate this movie in like a normal star situation. Like I actually think, even though I'm I'm, I'm upset by like the the lack of comeuppance and, and vengeance aspect of this movie, it I think it's directed remarkably well for this kind of movie. Like I mean like I mean I don't think anything's like like oh wow that's some fantastic camera work. There yeah. were there were just some there were some simple little cuts and transitions that I appreciated that are not normally in movies like this and it was very it was very cohesive um, geographically and things that like movies like this usually aren't yeah like I'm saying like for a PM Don whatever PM Entertainment (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with my brain tonight PM Entertainment thing like this was just like it's it's remarkably well made like I know so many of these like make a great trailer and it's like wow that was dog shit of a movie when you cut it together as a movie, this was like pretty well done. Yeah, it makes good use of L.A. 
I think. Yeah, it does. Like, I was never like, where the hell are they now? It was yeah. always like, all right. I, I just is... mean fight geography. And like, literally, every, like, little things. It's just yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Where well, it helps when one person in the fight is literally a tree. Sure. And is just like, <laughs> come at me, bro. And then, you know, the other person has to revolve around that person to do it. Yeah, like I would say, this would be like a five, five and a half star movie if I were like rating because it's better than it should be, right. technically speaking. It's just I don't like the way yeah. the story is treated. This this was before he directed T Force and Hologram Man, so he was warming up. He was just like, "All right, I, I got something in me. I don't know yet." But then, yeah, yeah he he realized more explosions, mm-hmm. <laughs> weird cyber shit, <laughs> yeah. dudes that can fight, and yeah. Anyway, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. Welcome back. Hey, uh, yo, oh, second hand with a bad case. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's the deuce half right hey, here. Number two. <laughs> Gotta uh. respect the second half. <laughs> I'll respect your fucking tombstone. Um, I'll put a second half on your fucking tombstone. Now shut up and let the kid tell his ABCs. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> Uh, I watch. Hey. I'm on my kick of like watching fairly new movies that come to home video because once I swore well, off that's home weird. video. Well, no, I'm saying like I, I you know, since you I swore like off the, the theater, BMG I'm, Tape Club. I do. Okay. Ooh. No, I just like back when, um, back when I stopped going to the theater, I was like, you know what? I will allot myself rentals for things when they come new to rentals right. and and things I'm kind of even well, on like the fence, the rentals. Yeah, on the fence about. I'm just gonna buy them. Yeah. You know. Um. Because I was like, it's cheaper than what I was paying to go to the movies all the time. Word. Um, and I enjoy them. Uh, but I uh, didn't enjoy this one so much, but I watched it anyway. I watched uh, Brightburn. Oh, Brightburn. Brightburn. Oh, evil, evil, evil Superman, 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 Superman kid? Movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, that came and went awfully fast. Yeah. Okay. So it's one of the other, uh, it's like the other uh, guns. Like not not James Gunn, but it's like his brothers yes. wrote it, and yes. then some other guy made it. I don't. Not Eric familiar. Pistol. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar if he's made other things, but uh, yeah, he tried to direct some things. But <laughs> he's a dude. He's like he's like in he he's a James Gunn person. Like yeah. he's he was like in Guardians of the Galaxy as an actor and stuff like that. Anyway, but it's like how Sam Raimi has a b- bunch of friends and they always try to do stuff. Right. Yeah. So. It's a cool concept. I mean, like, whenever you take a, a mythos like Superman and you try to flip the script, I mean, it's been done countless times in comic books of, like, you know, there's Superman Red Sun and things like that where it's like, okay, you know, it's a good old what-if story, but that's Marvel. But, you know, like... Just justice. Yeah, yeah. Just like, hey, what what if, you know, what if this all-powerful thing went evil, what the hell do we do? Uh-huh. And this is, like, the, you know... It's kind of like... It, it's specifically, like, they go kind of with, like, the Man of Steel mythology where it's like... You know, not the original Superman where it's like it's a baby lifting a car. It's just like, hey, when you hit puberty age, give or take, you're going to start discovering your superpowers. You're not just going to be bored with them and, you know, have to hide them your entire life. So, right. like, these people find the kid and it's like he's 12, 13 or whatever. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, things are happening. And, you know, we're, we're keeping the truth from this. It. It's just like we adopted you and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. normal life turns to like this kid gets weirder and weirder and more evil and more evil. Um and of course has superpowers, but and it's pretty much like all same Superman things: super speed, flight, 
you know, heat vision, you know, like it's it's Superman without saying Superman, basically. Right. Um, from a like from a James Gunn style roots of, you know, from like trauma days into like, um, why why the fuck did I just go out of my head? The slither, uh, slither, like like from that kind of like era. If that's your kind of jam, like it's not it's not funny and fun like slither was, right? But it's like it when it has its random bits of gore, they're extremely well done. If that's your jam, you know. But it's like it wasn't for me because it, it's it's that. It's that fine line that some of those things ride where it's like, well, this isn't really funny or scary. It's just occasionally gory and none of it's particularly working for me, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Um, plus, I guess I think I'm just going to inherently be disappointed when you you make a somewhat low budget movie like this with a high concept. You know, it's like, well, now you've just made this not as good as someone else could have made it with a bigger budget and done it better. You know, yeah, like that's that's kind of the problem with it. It's sort of like, well, you've just you've ruined this idea because you didn't do it right. You didn't do it like how I would have done and it. Now someone else can't. Do exactly. It. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's never like I would say it's never like bad, bad. It's just if you first off, if you saw the trailers, uh, don't if you didn't, because holy shit, the trailers like literally are showing you shit from like the final scenes of the movie. Like, I mean, it was like when I was watching the movie, like this is what was in the trailer like we are literally (laughs) wrapping the fucking movie up right now and you're showing me this Hmm. like i can't believe that was in the trailer but yeah it just it just ends exactly like you think it's gonna end basically and never particularly surprises you anywhere along the way Hmm. um like i said it's not bad it's like there's it's occasionally semi-suspenseful but even still i was just like "Eh, it's hmm." i kind of know where this is going so you know this isn't gonna end well for anybody so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know. It's just it's it's not bad. It's just it's just disappointing. Speaking of not bad, just kind of disappointing, I guess. <clears throat> um, so Netflix has been doing these like these weird forty-five minute cartoon continuation things. Okay. Yes. Um, they did one for Invader Zim, and they also nobody fucking told me. Um, you assholes. Uh, but they did one for Rocco's Modern Life. Oh. And I loved Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> you assholes. Yeah. Well, people who don't tell me about cool things are assholes. Mm. Now you know why I'm mad at Netflix all the time. They don't tell me <laughs> about oh, yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, at least Netflix had the sense to tell me about it. It was on, like, you know, it was like third or fourth line of the front page. Oh, okay. So they're just like a single 45-minute long cartoon yeah, continuation just, of a thing that existed a long time ago? Yeah, okay. it would be like if... Um, you know, if Nickelodeon put out a, a one-hour special sort of thing, okay. You know, you could expect for this to show up in a bright orange tape at some point. Um, so I was like, "Fuck yeah, I love Rocco's Modern Life. I'm gonna watch the shit out of this." Um, and they, it was weird. Um, I don't know if they got the same voice actors to do everything. All the voices sound close enough. But it sounded weird. And granted, I haven't watched Rago's Modern Life in quite some time, but all, right. all the voices sounded just a little bit off. And that could just be my adult brain or whatever. It could just be people aging, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it very well people. could be. Yeah, um, yeah, like Mike Judge can't do the Beavis voice anymore. Can't, yeah. no, no, well, I, I can do it for him if he needs. Okay. Um, just call me. But it also had this very strange 
gen like older gen x slash boomer humor to it like oh my god everybody's on their phones all the time and that but that's kind of okay it was all boomer humor light like it was almost being super negative about modern society and and technology and how things have become Mm -hmm. and um they had like the son of one of the Rocco's neighbors had um, was transgender. And I was like, oh, this isn't being treated very like they weren't mean about it or or super weird about it. It just felt really odd in context, like they were trying to be cool about it, but just stumbled over it. And the story was pretty dumb. Um, it was like, oh no, they're rebooting. Well, no, not oh no. Rocco wanted to see more of his favorite TV show, and they started rebooting it and did a terrible job. So they had to get the now we know is the daughter of the people that originally came up with it to come back and fix it. It was very. It was so strange. It was. It felt like such a strange thing. Was it like a weird inside baseball kind of we're doing a thing and not quite. It was like we're trying to make social commentary about everything that's happened in the last two or three years, but we're doing it through a Nickelodeon cartoon lens. It seems like a lot to by... cram into forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and it's it must be written by people who are not used to being around this stuff or used to thinking about it. Um intellectually or or reasonably instead of in a reactionary method um it was just weird it was I, I i don't think i liked it i'm kind of i guess glad that they tried something but it sort of fell short kind of fell flat it um, looks like it was all the people all the creative it? people yeah all the same writers and maybe that's just that it those people have aged and have not you know <clears throat> Their lens is way different than I would ex- than I would expect out of a modern, you I, know, a modern cartoon. But I, I will say, and I I kind of get the vibe of what you're saying about it. It feels like when a show that's like, especially a '90s show that is so identifiable as a '90s show, when it comes back now and people uh, characters on the show are making modern references, it's like no. That's not right. This doesn't make. Why are you doing that? It it fe- because it like looks and feels the same, but the the topics are current. It's yeah. a jarring type. Yeah, it's 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 very very odd. I don't. It's like when the X Files came back, mm-hmm. and it was like they were trying to do all the same things, but it was like no, now you just sound like every asshole on the internet. You know, before you were the asshole on the internet, and that was no one knew anything about the internet, and now. It's 2019, and your dumbass Mulder is <laughs> every dipshit on the internet. So, also like, I don't know how you make X Files now because like, a cell phone like solves every episode of the X Files. Yeah, yeah. I was reading. Oh, it, complete sort of non sequitur, but it it ties in with what you just said. There was an uh, AMA on Reddit like three years ago with R.L. Stein, mm-hmm. and he's like. You know, it's hard to write 
modern stuff, like he still writes teenage, um, he still writes a lot, apparently, like six books a year. Um, but it's hard to write teenage stuff because they have a cell phone and a cell phone fucks up everything. Like mm-hmm. a cell phone ruins horror movies. Mm-hmm. So he's, he said he's like spends a lot of time trying to get rid of teenager cell phones in his books. Yeah, just like, um, hey, you're going to this remote place and you have no signal. Oh, well, can't yeah. use your phone. Or your cell phone, like ghosts make your cell phone not work or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That explains yeah. a lot. I've actually seen a movie recently where that happened. It was just like, what's wrong with your cell phone? Ghosts. <laughs> that checks out. All right, let's continue. <laughs> 31 and 31 is going to be good this year. Um, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, the series will be good. Sure, yes. But um, yeah, Rocco's Modern Life thing maybe avoid it if you if you really like the series because it's probably not gonna live up to your expectations or to your hopes i should say i, I have a weird question and i honestly don't know the answer are they still making spongebob yes like it's still are they? new yes okay Didn't the guy who voiced spongebob no the guy who voiced one of the other characters died yeah right yeah spongebob okay. is still alive okay well yeah that's tom kenny right uh was it phil Faber Faberwaki is he still? Uh, he's still alive. the Jabberwocky. Yeah. What? M O O N. That spells still alive. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. That's Patrick. Um, I don't know who died then. Somebody. Maybe it was the voice of Squidward. Squ- I don't know. I don't know. I just, voice I, of Mister Krabs. I just something. honestly didn't know if like it was still a thing. Like I mean, I know people still like it. I just still didn't know if it was still active. How long has that shit been on now? 40 years. Since uh, 1999. Jesus. So it's like right there with South Park. Just about. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. By the way, speaking of Nickelodeon, and I'm saying this specifically so that I can get an endorsement or free shit, maybe, if the right person hears this, they do a Nick, like a Nickelodeon subscription box. Send me a Nickelodeon subscription box for free, Nickelodeon. Wait, like, oh, oh, you mean like, okay, like a, like a, like a loot crate. Yeah, like a loot crate. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was, I've, I've we're thinking like a specific like media streaming thing for Nickelodeon. Oh, no. Nickelodeon box. Yeah, like, like oh yeah. yeah, it's a big yellow and like or orange and green box. Mm-hmm. That every time you press it, it goes slime, and mm-hmm. then what? What yeah. are we gonna watch? I don't know. Slash. <laughs> a random show comes. Good up. job, good ref. Um, so yeah, send me one for free. Yeah, Nickelodeon. It's actually and called. Will... It's called. You can do that on television. <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh get at us, Nick. We know. We know what the kids like. Yes, eighties eighties Canadian humor. Yeah, <laughs> shows that we got paid here because they didn't have any of their own stuff. Yeah, okay, that and British shows like Danger Mouse. Like they were like, we don't. Yes. We're just making a channel. We don't actually have content yet. Yeah, we have Double Dare and fuck, I don't know. <laughs> what was it like? Wasn't it like some temple something? Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, wasn't that like an early Nick show? No, that was way later. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was not part of the original lineup. Yeah, uh, it was all like Canadian television and British shows. Yeah, that they yeah. Were oh, Eureka's Castle. Yeah. That was made for Nickelodeon. Um, R.L. Stein, incidentally, this all happened because I was talking about this stupid Rocco's Modern Life thing, mm-hmm. and somebody discovered that there was a, a Nickelodeon box, and I'm like, well, does it does it ever have any Eureka's Castle shit in it? Because I was never of the age, or I never had the money to pur- purchase any Eureka's Castle shit, mm-hmm. so maybe I can get some in a box from Nickelodeon, looked it up, no. Um, <laughs> started looking up shit about Eureka's Castle, and... R.L. Stein um, was heavily involved in writing for Eureka's Castle. Okay, was it Mr. Wizard on? He it was like the yeah. comeback. Was yeah. it that on Nickelodeon? Yes, yeah, I love that shit. 
I think it was just syndication, though. I don't know if it was actual new I, episodes. I think they made new ones. They for, did. They, they made did new they? ones. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Um, I also watched another semi-new thing um, also on Netflix because it just happened to be there. And I was like, I've seen this a few times. I want to watch it. Uh, Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Frankenstein mm-hmm. uh, starring David Harbour. Um, if either of you seen that? I have not. I've seen the trailer for it. It's weird. <laughs> it looked weird. <laughs> it's it's really weird. It um so it's about it's a mockumentary, mm-hmm. I think. Um I hope. About David Harbour's father, uh, who was an actor, and um he's trying to discover like rediscover his father, et cetera, et cetera. But it's really um, David Harbour in some modern scenes interspersed with a bunch of scenes from this, uh, from this like teleplay. Um, And David Harbour is auditioning for the role of Orson Welles. I swear to God, this is an (laughs) audition tape for the role of Orson Welles in an upcoming biopic or biopic, if you prefer. Hmm. Because holy fuck, I want to see David Harbour play Orson Welles. There are a few scenes where he's doing commercials in an Italian restaurant, and he's he's doing the the scene, the mm-hmm. um, the wine, the, ah, the French, oh, the French <laughs> grapes. Mm-hmm. We'll sell no wine before it's time. Is he gonna do anything? <laughs> I just God, I wish he had done. Just a little tiny bit of frozen peas, <laughs> but that's that's my takeaway. Like it's it's funny in a way, and it's also weird. Um, but my main takeaway is that I need to see David Harbor play Orson Welles in a somewhat tongue in cheek way, or even just straight. Like I think it would be. I think he could knock it out of the park straight. He's got that. R- He's got a really intense look mm-hmm. and kind of small eyes for his face. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he'd fucking nail it. I think it'd be wonderful. Um, I hope to see it one day. But that's the end of my somewhat new stuff. Do you okay. guys have anything that you'd like um, to speak well, of? While we're on the Netflix train. All right. Choo-choo, I would just mention that I once again watched the, uh, the latest season of Glow. Not once again, just for the first time. I said right. this back when the last season came out. Hey, I watched the whole season. Let me uh-huh. talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still continue to fucking adore Glow. That show is so goddamn good. I've seen two episodes in the new season, and yeah. it's pretty good it's so just, far. I can't explain it. Like, it rides the best line between, like, drama and comedy. Dramedy. And, like, getting serious but not too serious. It's it just... it. Better than so many shows I've seen. It it like never gets too far up its own ass about being like, oh, this is about an issue or a topic. Mm-hmm. It'll have it, and then it's like, okay, that's resolved, and now it's kind of like it's happy times, and now there's some sad times, and it's just it it's just this great great roller coaster, and I can't explain it. And then like, I I, I question because I mean everyone at this table here knows enough about wrestling. I I, I really w- I need to know somebody who knows jack fuck about wrestling watch this show and and i i I, this is one of the shows i'm like this was this just made for me because i know just enough that like that i get the inside baseball wrestling stuff or is it simple enough that like 
outside people are like, I I learned it because of this show, or you well, know, it's dumbed down enough that. So last weekend, my wife and I are behind on a lot of shows, but okay. in in one Saturday we watched the entirety of season two of Glow. Okay, um, she loves Glow. Okay, and doesn't know any doesn't know jack about wrestling. Okay, so, I mean, does she like get any kind of joy out of like their joy of understanding wrestling or, or like? Pulling off a really awesome move, I think and like it's high fiving. I stuff. think it's easily relatable. Transferable. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I just they I convey was it well. Yeah. I feel like, but because because like that moment is I, I think it's way back in season one where like you know Betty Kilvin's just been like I I'm so beneath all that shit, and they oh, yeah. finally go to that wrestling show, yeah. and you know it's just like I get this, I get it, yeah, I, I finally get it, yeah, that's, that's so fucking glorious. That season one. Yeah. So since everyone's moved on to season three. I, I let me just talk about season two for a second. Oh, okay. Um, uh, the the like you were saying how that show straddles both something really funny and really serious. Like, so there's a throwaway line in one of the first episodes of season two, uh, where they're talking about television shows and the the weird girl, uh, the some, wolf girl. Yeah. Someone mentions Cheers, and she just says, "Oh, that show's great. It's about a ghost named Vera." And that's it. They just drop. <laughs> that's all she says about Cheers. And I just fucking lost it because that is the best description of that show I've ever heard. It doesn't make any sense if you've never seen Cheers, but if you have like a slight knowledge of that show, you're like, wait, Vera is. Oh, right. We never see her. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so, so that made me laugh. Um, but then, like, how that show straddles both comedy and drama, the episode where, uh, welfare queen's son comes to the taping and she has the realization of what's happening is the worst mm-hmm. in terms of optics you know the the whole just her character and everything about it and breaks down while her son is in the audience for that is just gut-wrenching like oh, the, yeah. oh, this that is, episode the season double and triples down on that oh great okay well Man, I, that was seriously affecting. Like when that episode happened, I was just like, "I, how are they gonna get past that?" And then, of course, they just they just immediately you're just like, "No, th- that happened." This one, this one's really good because it's like it gets dark and they 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 dig up some like dark backstory stuff on characters, and then it's just like they just hug it out, yeah, and it's like move on. It's okay. it, it's what's it's what's kind of great about it because, like I said, like look, the the world is a is a fucking mire. You know, like it's just it's the worst and like and you can you can get sucked into the black hole and never escape uh-huh. if you if you dwell on it. Yeah. But it's like this show just like it's like it gives you this glimpse into the abyss and then lets you out and makes you feel glorious again. You know, like I that's 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 the best thing I can say about it. It's just like, hey, be aware we didn't have our shit together then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know better now and we're going to let you know that we know better now. But also we're just fucking here to have fun. That's what at the end of the day, that's what wrestling is about is like, it's just catharsis for the bullshit of the world and looking at it through what you hope is a, uh, you know, I, I don't know. a sarcastic look. I don't know what the right word is. It's like, it's not, you know, I mean like, I mean too much wrestling is like, yeah, it's, it's playing to the base. Satirical. Like, it's satirical, but yeah. like in that, like, we throw that word around a lot now. Like, I don't think you mean, I don't think that means what you think it means kind of way, you know, like satire. I mean, I, I look at wrestling as partially satirical. Sometimes I think the people that are creating it don't necessarily. Right. Yeah. They're just playing to bases because it's like, yeah, well, you know, the morons are going to cheer for this and they're going to boo this because it's, 
They're a bunch of racist well, yeah, people or whatever. They, uh, wrestling leans heavy into the stereotypes. Yes. And I feel like you got to know when you're out there, at least the performers do, they have to know, and I'm sure they do, um, that that's what they're doing is that they're exaggerating the mm-hmm. the stereotypes and the tropes mm-hmm. for a specific reaction. Yeah. So yeah, but I I I adored this season just as much, if not more, than the previous ones. And like the final episode is so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. The season finale is what the, I mean. The, they do there's there's two episodes in particular where like I don't know if you if, I don't know if you know anything about it. I mean they set it up at the end of season two, basically that like sh- the TV show is over and they're going to make you know a Vegas show, an ongoing Vegas show, which I don't know if that's true or not at this point. The show, the show was actually did, yeah. always in Vegas, was it? Yeah. Well, I'm saying like it was, there, it there was, was no like season of TV in LA. It was like oh. it was always in a ballroom in Vegas. Okay. I is, thought it is, was on television at some point. It, it was on television. Oh, okay. But they but were yeah. taping it in a ballroom okay, in LA. Fair enough. Like the the show is very loosely based on. Sure. The absolutely. Yes. I mean, but like this is like it examines the like doing the same thing every night aspect of show business mm. instead of like the. Uh, well, we're going to do this crazy shit this week kind of aspect of more like a wrestling, standard wrestling show. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they get bored and decide to mix things up a couple times throughout the season are some of the best episodes. Nice. Yeah. I wanted to tack back to something that... I don't know exactly what you said that made me think of think of it. Oh. Um, glow is really episodic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I feel like a lot of the Netflix series are hit next, keep going, binge watch. Yes, yeah. they're binge. Yeah, thanks for ending. I'm not going to say that. Um, yeah, they're they're built for binging. Mm-hmm. You sit down and watch eight hours of a TV show. It's the this whole season. You watch the entire season in one sitting. Um, but glow seems to wrap its shit up every episode fairly well there's obviously a, an mm-hmm. ongoing story arc yeah. and you can sit down and binge eight hours of glow oh, easily because it's two sittings great again. television <laughs> two sittings again yeah um but each episode kind of wraps the shit up that happened in that episode like you know like tv used to be it's introduce a conflict Jokes and drama based on that conflict, resolve the conflict, credits get out. Um, unlike something like, and I love Orange is the New Black, um, mm-hmm. at least I love most of it. Um, there's new, there are new episodes of that out too. Yep. Like, uh, I, I'm, I think I'll this be, is it too. I think it's the last season. Probably. It, uh, we'll see. Um, there's just, there's so much shit to consume I now. I feel like that's, I feel like that's about run its course anyway, but yeah. um, like it's Orange is the, worse. Orange is the New <laughs> it's Black. It's about to get worse. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to watch that in pretty close proximity to each, um, to each previous episode because mm-hmm. it's, it's a nine hour, 10 hour movie. Um, they don't wrap things up every episode. So, um, Glow harkens back to the classic episodic tv and i think that's what i appreciate about it yeah. or one of the many things i appreciate about it other than like everything yeah i mean close close i would i would liken it most to like something like i mean it gets darker obviously because it's on you know cable pay you know internet based right. but like brooklyn 99 it's like 99 we will we will have a very special episode where we tackle a thing 
but at the end of the day, it's about jokes and making you feel good. Yep. You know, and then Glow kind of obviously goes a little darker than that because it's more of a drama than a comedy. But mm. yeah, it's just like at the end of the day, it's like I just this show makes me happy to watch it. Yeah. And I fucking love Mark Maron being a grouchy son of a bitch. I want to watch him do something different someday, hopefully before he dies of everything. <laughs> uh, Marin doesn't smoke anymore. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Good for him. Um, wild, but like <laughs> nicotine lozenges by the dozens. Oh. Um, but um, it just his anxiety is going to kill him, I'm sure. Um, but I want to watch him do something different because I think he's a really good actor. Um that's all the rest that I have to say about Glow, I think. Yeah, the episode where he goes to his film festival and they ask him to say a few... He just stands up. He's just like, I shot this. I, you can see what I'm going for. Roll it. <laughs> yeah. And then like people come up to him when it's over and want to praise him for it. And he's just like, eh, I don't want... Eh. Right. <laughs> I see it's, a lot of me in him, yeah. which is depressing because like he's an asshole, and well, I feel like I'm that guy, but without the asshole tendencies, I'm not like yeah. going into a rage and telling people to shut the fuck up, yeah. and I'm the boss, but other than that, I'm you that guy. You really hate when we say youtube.com slash watercooler. <sighs> yeah, even though you do great work, Chuck. <laughs> I I see in Marin's characters and his like podcasts and shit, I see a lot of like all of my anxieties just flaring up at once. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I get it. And sometimes I get really fucking mad about shit that I shouldn't get really mad about. And I know I'm getting really mad about it. And I know I shouldn't get really mad about it. But here I am. I'm pissed off and somebody's going to pay. Yeah. Um, I'm try- I'm working on that. It's been a work in progress. I'm trying real fucking hard. But anything else? Have you guys seen anything else? That's me in a nutshell. I saw one more thing. And it was on Harlow's recommendation. Um Harlow sent me home with two Blu-ray digital versatile discs. Um, I know, I just say it because it's dumb. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Last week, after our discussion about uh, wacky musicals, and uh, one of them was um, my girlfriend, one of her favorites, which is Repo. She loves Repo, the genetic opera. Mm -hmm. So we watched it. She was real excited about it, and... um, I don't know. It's it's real weird, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think what year was that made? Do you remember? Mm, that feels like an early two thousands thing. Yeah, because um, it's real fucking edgy. Yeah, it's so fucking edgy. Yeah, uh, two thousand eight. It's later than I thought. Oh. Well, that makes sense because the the main girl in it is the girl from the Spy Kids movies, and she's all grown up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> So I don't really like, this is the thing I'm discovering about myself, I don't really like opera. Okay. Um, I don't like when people just sing <laughs> dialogue. Mm-hmm. I think that's real dumb. Mm. Um, I'm sorry for anybody who likes opera, but I, I think that's stupid. If you're going to, I like, um, I like musicals. Mm-hmm. I like musical theater, um, but I would, 
Instead I, of advancing the story, rather just they break out into a thing about uh, like somebody says like I think we should go to another soda shop, and then it's like soda shop, soda shop, and then like back to the story. <laughs> I mean, using <laughs> you, <laughs> that is fine. Okay, um, that's not. I, I don't have a preference for it to be just that style. Okay, we're going to win this race. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind if people use song to advance the plot but what i do mind is when somebody's just singing like a bunch of random shit to a really random melody they're like i am walking down the stairs because i have to walk down the stairs and then the next line is completely different melody about how they're uh, putting on their shoes because they have to put on their shoes walk down walk down walk down stairs i'd rather it be yeah. like Give me some verse, chorus, verse, bridge, sure. mm-hmm. verse, chorus, out. Um, don't just string this weird fucking random melody. You just like, all right, I'm in a key and it's a freeform solo of, well, maybe I appreciate it a little bit more now. Um, but that's kind of what it is. It's like a freeform solo of pick a key, sing your dialogue in that key. Get on with your yeah. life. I mean, I don't, the problem, the I problem don't with the like opera that. is like you know it, it doesn't give you a hook to like sing along with. Right. Like you watch Grease and you're like, yeah, yeah. It's like I got that. You know, I heard it one time and now I know it. You know. Right. That's what I don't like about, and this is, and that's what repo the genetic opera. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, it's all. Now, when they do a real musical number, those things fucking slap. Yeah, like the one where I think Joan Jett's in the background or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. That's a. That's an okay. That's an okay number. Um, the there's one sort of later in the movie, um, when one of the daughters of the evil head of Gene Co. is like in the streets getting the fake drug, or the knockoff drug. Uh, Chuck's nodding along like, "Yeah, I know what you're talking about." I have no idea, which but is, it sounds yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> that that musical number is is really good. I really mm-hmm. like it. Um, yeah, it was never like one of my favorites. I just it was there was enough that I was like, oh yeah, I, I'll own this for. I saw it cheap one day. And yeah, like, yeah, I remember liking that. All right. Like, it's it's wacky. It's definitely weird. I I appreciate some things about that. Um, I think it's funny and or stupid that um, the big evil company is called Jinko, and well, now that I realize Jinko, um, like Jinko jeans, that's funny as well. But Jinko doesn't. They don't really ever seem to have anything to do with genes. It's all just like, all right, here's an organ. If you want an organ, we can give you an organ, but you have to finance it. Um, and that it's called the genetic opera, but it has nothing to do with genetics for the most part. Um, I think they just thought that sounded cool, which mm-hmm. is, it's that's okay by me. Um, I thought the story and kind of the way it wraps itself up is a little bit dumb. Um, but I've seen it now, so yeah. I, I understand a lot of things. There's some really interesting effects work, and there's some absolute dog shit effects work in... in Yeah, I feel like that movie's movie. made for like uh, $20,000, maybe. <laughs> like, I mean, if it yeah. wasn't for the people in it, like it's it's one right. of those weird... Like, um, yeah. yeah, some of it is real, real cheap, and some of it is like, holy shit, where did that set come from? You had to have built that. Like, how is it not a trauma movie? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it in every way, shape, and form, it feels it's like a trauma 
musical. Yeah, 8.5 million. That was the budget. What? Okay, <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks. It has um, What's-His-Nuts from Buffy in it, and he's yeah, at and, least... Yeah, Anthony Stewart Head is the yeah. main guy. Like I said, Alex Pinavega from the Spy Kids movies. It's got Paul Sorvino in it. Yeah, Paul um, Sorvino. Sarah Brightman's in it. So, you know, it's like they've got... Who is par- Sarah Brightman? Par- oh, she She's like the originator of the Christine role on... Fan of the opera. No, I mean, who is she? In oh, the... in the movie, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah I was, sorry, blind, yeah. Blind... yeah. Fucking oh, she's blind mag. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes I mean, sense. Paris Hilton's in it before she was like, you know, yeah. inexcusably. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, she was definitely there. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't like we hadn't had like Paris Hilton. Like, oh Jesus, God, just go. Away. Are you sure we hadn't had like peak Paris Hilton in 2008? Mm, I don't think we quite had had like her I think, on like, TV. House of Wax had already happened. That might have. She been. had nightclubs by 2008, I think. Sure, but I'm just being she. She wasn't like everywhere, like hawking everything and being on TV. And oh, just, I think that real, I reality think she show had yeah, come and Okay, maybe out. I don't know. You weren't sick of her yet. I don't care. I thought I actually thought that that was a really clever use of her. Mm-hmm. Like that's the best use of Paris Hilton I've seen on film so far. Yeah. It, I haven't seen her sex tape, uh, for the record. Um, yeah, that reality show was 2003. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this was maybe a little bit after her. I mean, mostly, mostly I just ignored her as an as a yeah. existence thing. But <laughs> me too. I mean, it was like I've look, I've stayed in your family's hotels a couple of times, but I don't really give a shit about you. <laughs> Word. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the way everybody should feel Boom. about Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a. It's strange. I I felt bad that I didn't like it nearly as much as Pam did. She was super excited that it's, I was going to watch it. With, it's tough with things like that. Yeah, when somebody really likes something and then you're like, oh, well, that was kind of a wet fart, huh? Yeah. Um, well, well, but please, I've watched it now, yeah. so please please do Reefer Madness the music the musical next. Yeah, the I know movie movie I know you really want me to watch that one, so we might watch that soon. Um, Pam really likes Across the Universe as well, so you know she wants me to watch that. We might do that next since okay. I have a Blu-ray. Also, by the way, that Blu-ray was from the era where they were still putting every fucking security sticker in the entire universe on Blu-rays on like mm. all three sides, and it's really hard to tear off. So that was a, a neat little throwback. Mm. Like, oh, remember when it was impossible to get into a fucking Blu-ray? I bought a, a bunch of Blu-rays this weekend and opened them up to get the digital codes out and was like, there's not a sticker on any of these. No one gives a shit anymore. no. no. <laughs> You're lucky that it comes in a like plastic box and yeah. not just in a sleeve. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like with like packing tape on, on the Yeah. They don't just side. give you a USB drive at the checkout. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you want a movie? You gotta go in the back and <laughs> you gotta transfer it yourself. Hope you brought a thumb drive. Not that format. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fat thirty two thumb drives only. Mm. Yeah. But I, like I said, I'm glad I I'm glad I watched that, and uh, that's one off of off of the list that people can no longer go. Oh my god, you haven't seen this! And I can go, yeah, it's it's edgy, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you for for taking me on a journey. I I yeah, look sure. forward to the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have any emails. Do we have any emails? No. I don't know where I my phone I went. Didn't look. No. I got, hang on, I got to pull my phone yeah, out of my yeah, crotch here. We got no fucking emails. No, we got You're fucking no we, fucking emails. We could just move on to contact info. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, we're not sure? we're not lying to you. Okay, it's not our habit. Well, I'm just uh, well, I don't know. You guys lied to me about 1990 year. No, we just didn't tell you. Yeah, that's <laughs> lying. That's <laughs> yes. that's lying by omission. Mm, it's so. not the same thing. Mm. 
Uh, PayPal says nope. there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, PayPal. Yeah. <laughs> we get so many fucking emails from PayPal. They want our money in so many different ways. Yeah. They want us to like take out a business loan. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> hey, about that business loan. What fucking business no loan? Business the one loan. that we told you about. No, thank you. Are you still interested in it? No. <laughs> We've shown zero interest in it. <laughs> Never once have we even opened this goddamn email. Stop it. But uh, I'm tired I mean, from Patreon. You take a virtual tour of our offices. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Taryn. <laughs> I'm sure she's lovely. I'll print those out and be tearing them emails up. <laughs> oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. Contact info. <laughs> Ah, Jesus. Website is bmfcast.com. It's got a bunch of buttons on the right-hand side that will take you to all of our socials. Um, Email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. Give us a call on the Garfield phone, uh, 910-5-JOX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Call us up and let us know what you're doing in regards to uh, things that we might be interested in. If you listen to the show, you know what those are. Yeah. Explosions, trains... Uh, more explosions and movie recommendations. Remember, as always, sell your movie recommendations. We want to know why. Also, remember, why? the time limit is usually around 90 minutes. Yeah. Because we are old men and we have to go to bed early these days. Yes. True. Uh, and speaking of nothing, um, patreon.com slash bmfcast. That is where we make our bread and butter to keep producing the show at a high quality and keep bringing interesting and weird things to uh, to the forefront. Uh, it's where we get the money to buy all the DVDs. We purchase all of our movies legally these days. Um, Including all days. Weeks. All days. We've always done that. <laughs> yeah, we've, yeah, of course. Yeah. Instead of borrowing them, I meant, from, yeah, from yeah, people the library who in the library yeah, or yeah. the weird guy down the street. Right. Um, but yeah, like we, we purchase all of our movies. We have a, a plethora of DVDs. We do. And Blu-rays. Um, Working through them. Some tapes. We are. And uh, we sort of seed those back out into the community with our eBay page. If you check the website on the right-hand side, there's a link to that. And uh, we don't take any profits from that. Uh, Not a fact, penny. every cent that we make from the sales of uh, those Blu-rays on our uh, eBay page goes directly to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And um, it always warms my heart on those days when I see those emails come in and say, thank you for your donation. Um, because it means that we're doing a good thing and it means that uh, you guys are doing a good thing. So keep on keeping on. And remember, if you think you're overpaying by bidding too much for that Blu-ray, that you're not overpaying, you're just helping the children a little bit more. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Um, breaking news. Ooh, doot, 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 doot. we are on Spotify now. <laughs> Holy shit! Shit! <laughs> shit! shit. Um, people have asked why isn't the show on Spotify, and for the longest like, time I thought I don't, know. I, I don't know how to get on Spotify. You must be some rigorous vetting process. <laughs> no, you just uh, send an email. So to I sat down to look at it, and it was just like Spotify.com. Hey, inter- copy your RSS feed. It here. was like put your feed link here. Okay, it'll be indexed it in five hours and then like three minutes later it was on spotify so uh yeah we're on spotify now so if you use spotify for all your podcasting yeah. uh look look us up and subscribe yeah we'll, we'll be there too yeah 
uh, I don't know what it's I follow or like or be yeah. friends with or whatever, but whatever it takes to get updates in your Spotify Scrabble list of <laughs> <laughs> do that. Yeah, squirt yourself over to Spotify and Scrabble our podcasts. Whatever it takes, Scrabble our podcasts into your ears. Um, Double word score. Spotify probably makes money from us somehow. Probably to to do that. Sure, why not? Which but is, I tested a couple of episodes and never heard an ad, so yeah, I'm sure there 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 if, will be ads somewhere. Probably but we won't. We probably but won't you also make probably any have money. Spotify Premium? Yes. No. 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 no you're Spotify yeah. free. I'm, freebie. I'm free. You're free. Free man. I'm Spotify bronze. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spotify wood. <laughs> um. Would you please give us some money? <laughs> um so don't think that you like have to go to spotify because it yeah you know, no, we're still everywhere else, yeah too. we're we're everywhere yeah. else and we're probably not making any money on that fucking thing either that's why um, patreon exists. that's why patreon exists patreon.com slash bmfcast yeah let's get out of here shall we yes <laughs> i'm harlow i'm bj i'm chuck and for mackie this is bamfcast out <laughs>